Hey, welcome to episode 56. I'm Nick Cole. This is uh, Control-Alt-Revolt, the podcast. And who might you be, Oh, young starlet? Who, me? Well, I'm single white Medusa. And you are just fresh off a bombshell interview. Oh, man, thank you. I'm so excited about my burgeoning career as a journalist and you know interviewing people I think this was this was only my second one and it was Dr. Fauci you know my first one was Bryce Michael Christopher some may remember from the early days so you know it's getting off to a slow start this career but it's starting to you know really pick up you could be you could be a hard-hitting uh weather girl dancer model actress lawyer investigative reporter (laughs) I'm on it I'm on the case (laughs) I'm excited that was a big scoop. That was a big scoop. How did you feel being in the great man's presence? Well, um, you know, I disagreed with a lot of stuff that he said, but being a actual real journalist, I tried to keep my, you know, leave my opinions at the door and yeah. just report the facts, report what he said, let everyone hear, you know, his side of things. But um, I don't know. I was a little... I was a little shocked by some of the things he said, a little appalled. I, I think you had a chance to listen to it, right? I did. I thought it was delightful. Yeah. To me, he seemed like a big liar. Yes. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. he, to be honest, to be fair, I have, I think I've, I, I think initially I, I kind of liked him and, I know, and, you me know, too, actually. But then as I began to add up what was said, what was said, yep. with what the actions were, I found him to be um, less than trustworthy. Mm-hmm. I, I clearly got the feeling that he did not like working for Trump. That was always like that became more and more clear. Yeah. He wasn't. He didn't want to lock shields as yeah. much as Trump wanted to lock shields, which is what you do as a good leader. Mm-hmm. Um. Hey, whatever happened to Dr. Burks? I know. She, she got <laughs> shuffled off the stage. But then I think when you told me about the Judy Mikovits book and the inside of yeah. what what Fauci is really like and his involvement with the AIDS pandemic. And the just not, I mean, not shady things, but the outright, it would seem criminal things that he did. Yeah. I mean, his thing seems to basically be that if you are an honest research scientist who ends up happening, like, you know, goes into it with an open mind into experiments, whatever, and happens to find data that is not what Fauci wants you to find, that's going to, you know not make them the most money with whatever's going on, they will absolutely ruin your career. Yeah. They they actually don't always want the honest data reported if it doesn't, if it's not convenient for them, which is terrible because that's not science. So yeah. that's really frustrating. And that's what happened to Dr. Judy Mikovits. And let's look at the outside perspective, you know, like the na- the navigational things that, you know, because I was a pilot a long time ago, you look at you look at other signs that you're headed in the right direction besides sometimes what the direct signs are. And so if we use our time, speed, and distance on Fauci, what other things can we infer about him about the quality of the kind of person that he is? Well, one, he's Italian. No, just joking. <laughs> Busy. Um, no, uh, he's a government servant, and he's been a government servant for so long that he has um, made more money than the rest of the government ser- servants by hanging out. Like, can you honestly say in your life, government servants that you've known and then government servants that you haven't known, knowing that we have a, I'm just going to advance this this bold statement, the government is corrupt. How do I know that? Joe Biden has been in government his entire life, 
in, I believe he is worth $20 million. Mm-hmm. So col- collecting happen? a government <laughs> salary, you know, and the same can be said of many, many, many. Po- it's rare mm-hmm. that you get someone who isn't. I don't know. I am not a big Rand's and Ron Paul's follower. But Rand Paul strikes me as somebody who's probably not going to get rich in government. Truman was someone who did not get rich in government. But I am surprised at the amount of people who go into government and get rich when, in reality, you're not that good an investor. You haven't made any deals. And what it what it tells us, if we use the navigational time, speed, and distance and look at the markers on the map, is that um, Fauci seems to be a crooked person. Um, he definitely seems to use the grants to sort of oh, yeah. rule over a mighty empire. It's pretty clear from the things that we've studied that he definitely tried to control the Wuhan narrative with grants Mm -hmm. and to steer it away from Wuhan, where a year later it has landed at his funded lab in Wuhan. And while he was getting up there at the worst days of the pandemic, he was he had the information and was going home and writing emails at three o'clock in the morning to control it. So that tells me he's kind of a crooked person. Exactly. And that there should be an investigation. That One of the other things that tells me he's a crooked person is his wife is his boss. <laughs> I knew like, that she uh, worked for government, too. I actually his wife did is his not boss. realize she was his boss. She's his boss. Everybody Whoa. in government's got a boss. Even if you're the head of the... Even if you're the, the head of the octopus, as it were, you've still got a boss. Now, you could still be more powerful than your boss, but has no one jumped up and said, hey, there's a conflict of interest here... Fauci's wife is his boss and he is the highest paid person in government more than the president of the United States and oh by the way he was lying about Wuhan from mm-hmm. the start and he had and and he has told us like the the boldness of this man and the favors the amount of favors that he has that he can say well I told you not to wear masks because I didn't want you guys to wear masks when clearly the unspoken part is, you know, according to what you guys do now, we should have been wearing masks, which tells us you, masks don't work. I know. They're really not all that big of a deal, but you lied about it. Exactly. And you've actually continued to make the point that I was going to make when you started saying government servant, yeah. servant, and you kept calling them government servants. I was like bridling and bristling at that term for them, and that was bothering me, and you totally made the case with yeah. everything you've just been saying. That that term is kind of like dishonest, and it Let's does do it. not it's, fit it's, them because they are the they the way that they act and conduct themselves is the opposite of a right. servant, yeah. which is it's and that's a thing that sort of the left always does, is they always you know um, they take terms and change them, mm-hmm. and they usually when you when you reverse engineer it actually means the opposite. When they say tolerant, they mean hate. Mm-hmm. You know, when they say anti-racism, they mean actual good old-fashioned racism. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that those are my navigational points on, on Fauci. I think your interview was great. I think Thank we all you. had a lot of fun with it. <laughs> yeah. um, moving on, I think my prediction for August being wild, like, believe it or not, I don't know if everybody's paying attention or there is a level of fatigue sitting in, sitting in. But today for me, and it was it's Thursday, um, the week started off a little slow. There were some things to be concerned about. Joe called the lid on Monday, uh, then then Cuomo, blah, 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 blah. 
there's there was something going oh he was he was really late for a meeting he was supposed to do today really but then the really big thing is the press and the media uh, came out swinging on this narrative that is now that is that like if we were looking at this as a battle what we are in right now is the artillery barrage prep where they are basically destroying the battlefield to now invade it the invasion will either be hey 20 percent martial law or a most likely some form of lockdown or a severe lockdown i would mitigate the lockdowns with one thing in san francisco and la um the state the cities are going into pretty severe lockdown but newsom who's in a fight for his life is evidenced by that video if we we posted a few days he he seems to not be able to do a statewide mandate because he knows he'll lose the election. So I don't know if that's the case, but I know the severe mandates and the severe lockdowns and possibly outside chance that I think a 20% possibly Australian-style martial law um, is coming. The artillery barrage is the narrative that the press advanced today. And you could like just pull up search engines home pages that you normally don't use pull up bing pull up you know google pull up those you know like or like news sites and look at the like cbs or abc or fox or whatever and you will see articles about the amount of children dying because of covid and the hospitals are flooded i had somebody jump on my page who i'd had my eye on for a while because I'll get these sort of like lefties that join my Facebook page and then, you know, they'll they'll troll me constantly and initially start off, oh, I love your books and you know, or it's a writer, which is generally why I'm not friends with writers, because they feel the need to like correct my thinking. And clearly I'm an idiot, so you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna come bring me around to your massive intelligence of being a lefty. Just gonna be a stupid deplorable. But um it was interesting because the the child the children are dying narrative was hard this morning. It was really hard, and I think it was so hard that it may have even shaken some on the right, and shaken. I I, I like listen like Matt, is it Matt Horowitz? Yeah, he kind of summed it up, and I have it on my Facebook page, and you should read it over there. Like this was this was a brutal like to go after the children are dying because of covid and really the part that they've see for the first part of the week they were saying oh these dirty unvaccinated they're the ones making us sick they're the ones that are making it so that we can't have a life and then to on thursday morning and you'll see i think a lot more of it tomorrow so that we go into the weekend thinking that there are children in hospitals on respirators dying because of the unvaccinated is David Horowitz or Matt Horowitz. David, I think David yeah. Horowitz. David Horowitz is another one. This I think this is oh, okay. Matt okay. Daily Caller, but you can look it up on my Facebook page. Um, but he said, you know, this was a really clever strategy because when you know, it's one thing to roll the dice for yourself, but when you talk about people's children and the potential that they will die, people can suddenly become unreasonable unreasonable with fear yeah exactly i mean that's understandable it's a pretty strong weapon yeah to use which yeah. is unfortunate so it was really hardcore hardcore um again they're talking about cases and they're talking about the icus being jammed and everything like that the truth of the matter is it's it's from what i've been investigating and research it's not true um 
there are states that they're highlighting that don't have a lot of ICU beds. Mm. And but but generally, it, it, it's this it's the same thing as last week when they brought the I think what was it a veterinarian in, and she said my hospital is slammed with COVID, you know, and everything like that. And everybody researching like. You're a veterinarian. What? Like, yeah, like they've done this with a veterinarian. They've oh, done it wow. with a podiatrist. They were also someone caught um, one of the. Uh, remember, we were listening to it last night. That they were running ads for people to make TikTok videos yes. posing as doctors. Yeah. And talking about the crisis, and I would just say, like, mm-hmm. if this were true, you wouldn't need to do this. I know. You would know pe- if it was this bad. You would know people who, in life, have their children in a hospital right now. You would also, and this is another point we were talking about last night, is, and it's just something sidebar. Do you notice no one dies of COVID at home? No one dies of COVID in their car. No one dies of COVID in the streets. They always die in the hospital. Yeah. And you don't get to see them for about two weeks before they die. So mm-hmm. who knows what they die of? But there have there have been some accusations about the numbers, about people not really dying of COVID, but dying of something else. But it's listed as COVID or anything like that. But I'm just saying, like, if you look at the media's pages today and the story that they are hitting hard with, that children are at stake, the children, won't you do it for the children? That is always the left's biggest, most brutal attack. Now, it's funny that they don't care about the children when they're aborting them. Oh, they don't. And they don't care about the children when the children are home killing killing themselves because they can't socialize with friends and the mass are messing with their ability to relate and they don't care about the children about obesity and video games and they don't care about the children and I could name about 48 other topics that they seem not to care about the children but we are in this weird moment where they're going for it and they're finally I think they you know like I would say this and that's why I said today hold the line on this one because I feel that this is the critical moment I I think that they I don't know if they, they feel that they're losing the case to vaccinate. On paper and using reason, I think they've lost the case to vaccinate because it just breaks down to this. If you got vaccinated, you're vaccinated. And and more power to you. I think you probably made the decision based on reasons, and that's good. I support your right to be vaccinated 100%. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, if you didn't get vaccinated, you didn't get vaccinated for reasons. You chose to pass. Everybody knows about this. This is the biggest story for 18 months. No one is sitting around watching the Flintstones with a big old bunt can of cereal, <laughs> you know, and thinking they don't know about the vaccine. They know. Yeah. Everybody's had their choice to make. And the reality is about two thirds of the nation decided not to do it. Mm-hmm. Now, you came up with something interesting about the shelf stability of the vaccine in Mexico. Yeah. I mean, we've definitely heard that or we know that the mRNA ones especially are very susceptible to going bad and expiring they have to be kept at certain temperatures but they they will also expire you know after a certain amount of time so um the theory that i saw someone make online which i thought made sense was maybe that's part of such the big push right now is that they're about to have a ton they over ordered doses because they overestimated how many people would get it and they're sitting on a ton of doses that are maybe about to expire. So there, so I read that and I thought, oh, that kind of makes sense. And then like the same day or the next day, which was maybe yesterday, I saw a headline that the U.S. just gave Mexico 
a large number of of vaccine doses and i was like oh that here fits. mexicans that fits with that <laughs> have like, some of our and you know you know the mexicans will totally like you know like we're gonna keep these cold and you know no it's but someone made the same comment online about canada canada ordered a ridiculous amount yeah. of boosters mm-hmm. and people were like you don't even have that population here oh that's weird. so i think at the minimum this is a way that insiders in government are working with pharma Mm -hmm. to basically sell a bunch of useless vaccine and i really hope it's useless i really do i really really do i don't think it is if you look at the injuries but like i would actually be really cool with this theory that like the virus is bad but it's really just a rough flu and given immunity we would get through it and all these and oh by the way herd immunity is no longer a thing according to some new science. You can't. Well, Mother Jones <laughs> the, the, thinks si- it's... the science of herd immunity is no longer science it's because it's bad theory. science. Um, so we got that going for us. But I, in, a, in, a, in a perfect minimal evil world, I would hope that scumbags like Trudeau, who is actually dissolving parliament right now, which is kind of sketchy. Yeah, you told me that this yeah. morning. That's shocking. And Biden what? and Newsom, who made a lot of money off the PPE buy from China, they're just like, hey, you know, we're working with big pharma. We're going to buy a bunch of useless vaccines and we're going to fleece everybody. I really hope that that's it. You know, and the vaccine's kind of useless and all of this is in our head. But then I see the injuries and I see the doubling down and the push, but it still could just be about money. It doesn't have to be about tracking. It doesn't have to be about infertility. It doesn't have to be about killing everybody and autoimmune, you know, things and, and, and it doesn't have to be about what I really think is the midterm solution, which is the eradication of the hardcore conservative right and anybody who's moderate. And the danger there is when leftists start, anybody, you know, right of Stalin is, mm-hmm. is bad. So, but I think right now, like, there's a lot of people saying, man, if we could just get rid of those deplorables, if we could just get rid of those conservatives. And they really have within the culture, like, judges are now making rulings saying, oh, you said this conspiracy thing, your testimony can't be admitted. You know, a lot of really crazy stuff is happening officially where the default position is if you are right wing or Christian, you have no valid basis here. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a sneering contempt that the left always had, but it's mainstream. So it doesn't have to be all those horrible things. It could just be money, you know, and, and that's usually what it is. But I think that there are some bigger bigger things to worry about but this this week going into thursday i think you'll see a lot more of it tomorrow it is it is what i and i I believe it's false i believe something may be going on with children and i'll talk about that next Um, but i don't think children are getting hit hard by covid i do not believe that covid is out of control and worse and protocols are not working you will see those those um, those headlines in Digital Inc. You will see people making those cases. Those cases, those those reasons, those things fly in the face of science. The first thing is variants are always more brilliant, but weaker. That's that's science right there. Um, the more we're exposed to these things, once we get past Delta, we will be we will be in a much better position to fight these things off. In Australia they are telling people not to talk to each other they're aiming towards some sort of zero covid moment that i will just tell you it'll never ever happen you will have covid for the rest of your life and the best thing that you can do is train your immune system to fight it 
stay healthy, eat healthy, and um, and learn some protocols that could make it easier. They're trying to say, oh, the vaccinated um, are doing much better, but the unvaccinated are really struggling and having a hard time. Well, the unvaccinated were most of us through COVID all last year, and we seem to do fine. And now the new variant has come about and the vaccinated seem to be ending up in hospitals. So I don't necessarily and, and I'm and I'm hearing stories from people who are vaccinated and they die. And then there's the there are these weird people who are like, oh, my father uh, was double vaccinated and died of COVID. And I'm so glad he was vaccinated because think how much he would have suffered if he wasn't vaccinated. Well, that makes no sense. I know. You know, or the girl with the heart thing. And she's like, oh, you know, I have a myocardial pericarditis now. My heart is inflamed. But I'm so glad that I got the vaccine. I would do it again. You're yeah. like, but the vaccine caused that. Not You're not the virus. The virus didn't young, cause it. Healthy person you, know? you so were before. There's a lot of insanity, and a lot of it, a lot of it is fear. And the the main thing that it's pushing is the unvaccinated need to be vaccinated. But there are some interesting things. That TikTok influencer movement, you know, if you've if you've had the pleasure of seeing the insanity of that, where they were trying to convince people to get the vaccine, it's not like that was aimed at conservatives right that stuff like that was clearly left-wing marketing and it's like well what are your internal metrics tell you i think one of the more shock there there are three shocking things that have come out of it brown and black people are not getting vaccinated that's a big one but i was told it was all maga deplorables and we're all awful and then there's this weird thing that p there's a weird number of phds are not getting vaccinated yeah so i don't know there's some things they're not saying but again they're using the boogeyman of their political em- enemy to make the case that you need to be vaccinated when I actually don't think it's as easy as that. I also don't think that the Delta wave is, is I think it's, I think like, again, look at the symptoms of the Delta wave. It's a lot like hay fever, mm-hmm. which is peaking right now. <laughs> we even think like, we don't know, but we both think we had the Delta about two weeks ago. Yeah, if we did, it was very mild. It was mild. But yeah, yeah there were just... But it could have just been hay fever. But, right. oh, the Delta is like hay fever. Yeah. So which one did we have? I don't know. It's amazing how you can't tell. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how it could be a cold or it could be a flu or it could be COVID. Oh, well, let's call it COVID because we need... Because every time we call it COVID, we take more power and more control. Now we're being told, oh, the Lambda is, Lambda is out of control And it's coming from Peru and Japanese researchers. This is what I saw today. Japanese researchers say it's vaccine resistant. We got to sell those booster shots. Mm -hmm. Well, I was paying attention to Lambda early on. And what they were finding out with Lambda is wasn't spreading fast. Really? No, wasn't spreading fast at all. And again, if it is um, a variant, statistically, like every virus ever, it should be weaker. So we're being told every variant is more deadly until it turns out it's not deadly. Mm-hmm. If these things are deadlier, where are the bodies in the street? Where are all these things? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So that's something that I would I would consider. Um, we had to restart the car there. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. And then 
you have um, the CDC getting caught yeah. inflating Florida's numbers big time by like ten, uh, over 10,000. I forget what it was, um, but it was like over 10,000. It was by a lot. Yeah, it was like a huge amount of number <laughs> when, you know, and, and Twitter runs and like, let's call it Death Santis and, what? you know, Jen Spocky Bomb up there like, oh, we're, we're fighting against DeSantis and the ignorance and the mock, you know, like it's. I'm not one of the worst things about this is is there is a virus loose. It probably isn't as serious as what everybody's making it out to be. But any sickness is serious. Mm-hmm. You know, flus and pneumonias can be very serious. Um, but because the other side found a hammer, which was fear, to gain more power, you will never be free of these variants. You will never be free of these things. They will not ever willingly take their hand off this ability and if you look at them as I sit here at Susie Cakes and I look at a little girl in mask and two boys in no mask and the mom in mask one boy's in a mask and it's just masks, masks masks, masks and no one thinks these are good for children look at the oxygen studies you know and it's it's we're going to sell booster shots, follow the money you know the, these things are not I, I, you know it's funny this is the same crowd that five years ago was, oh, I would never put a Monsanto product in my body. Mm-hmm. Now, shoot me up with vaccines every <laughs> six months. It's dividing families. It's destroying families. It's destroying children. And what's it all about? What is it all about? Well, um, they've made the case, even though when you look at the data, it's black people, brown people, and PhDs who are the most highest who are choosing not to get vaccinated. But over at Fox last night, they're burning the American flag and burning pictures of Tucker Carlson. Scary. Yeah. They're ramping up the violence. Mm -hmm. The dirty others. I've encountered it online. I think everybody else has. It's this, you're stupid, and now you're a danger to me. Mm -hmm. What what they were doing at Fox last night is they were using Antifa to to teach everybody, these people are harmful for you, and this is what you need to do. You need to get violent. That You are going to hear them say that. You are going to hear a Maxine Waters type very shortly say, you need to get violent because it's that dangerous. And mm-hmm. then that's that's going to be the clue. I don't see any, you know, barring I would love for some big miracle or some moment of truth or for them to get caught out or whatever. But the political power is too tempting. And so it's this is the way it's going to go. Yeah, apparently. And uh, you said you were going to get into something a little more about children, unless you already ended up hitting it. No, we didn't, because there there is a problem right now with kids uh, going into the emergency room and things like that. Could be the cold, could be hay fever. But here's, uh, who, who was it that wrote this article? It wasn't Matt Horowitz. It was somebody along those lines. Maybe we can find it and post it online. But what I really think it is, is it is a respiratory virus. And children are getting hit hard with it. Um, And there's a lot of fear and parents are freaking out. So maybe it's not as hard as you think it is. But why would kids be getting hit by a virus right now when they were pretty much, if you look at the statistics, they were 99.999 immune to COVID. The children that died during the last year, last 18 months, were children with serious medical problems already who were Mm -hmm. probably going to die. That is a fact. Mm -hmm. That is a fact. You have Joy Reid over at MSNBC going, oh my gosh, some huge number, like 6,000 children have been hospitalized. And someone pointed out, 
you're quoting the entire number for 18 months and you're making it seem like it's this week. Wow. So that tells you the level of disingenuity. But why would children be struggling right now? Well, they have been wearing masks for a year. That is not good for them. They have their, their, their oxygen, their lung function, all those things are not good. They have been isolated. They have not been around their children. Children need to, as any good parent will tell you, they need to get down and play in the mud. They need to lick the gum off the street. They yeah. need to kiss dogs. Children, when they're little, do disgusting things. They're disgusting little rug monkeys. They're dirty. Children are dirty. But that's how they develop their immune system. You know, have you ever seen a kid like gooey, sticking their fingers in their mouth, running them along the rail at the subway? They don't care. And they don't die from it either. That's how their immune system gets healthy. Well, you've had them inside for a year. I have passed kids on 80 degree days in a, I live in a nice sunshiny garden neighborhood, huge open spaces, bright burning sunshine, three kids walking in mass with no adults around because the parents have so put the fear in them. You will keep that mask on at all times. You cannot tell me, and there are doctors who will tell you that this has damaged their immune system. So lo and behold, at the peak of summer, when viruses are their weakest, vitamin D is its highest. Suddenly they're having respiratory problems at the height of hay fever season. Do I think it's COVID Delta? No, I don't. I think it's you've destroyed their, weakened their immune system at the minimum. And now it's hay fever season and they're struggling. And oh, COVID-19 is like hay fever. Isn't like, again, it's amazing how everything is always so convenient. There's no test for COVID, but it's a lot like hay fever, which is going on right now. The kids have been damaged by the masks and by the isolation, and now they're having problems fighting off normal environments. And that is what's going on. I don't think it's going on at the level that they would make stupid people believe it's going on. But boy, are they going to tell you you're a monster if you don't care. And that's, and then they're going to use that. This is why we need to take new powers, sweeping new powers. I'm telling you, that Joe Biden speech is imminent. That is so disheartening. I it hope is. it doesn't happen. And then the other thing is, you know, comparing this Delta variant to hay fever, I've still got to say, now I'm not saying COVID is the flu, but I've still got to say, how come there was no flu last year? Well, I would like to posit that, yes there were COVID cases, but yes, there were flu cases that got called COVID. I think there were both, because why else was there no flu last year? That doesn't make sense. Do you know anyone that had the flu last year? I don't. No. I don't know anyone that knows anyone that had the flu last year, and I'm pretty sure the numbers were about zero, even like technically as far as All statistics. Of these, uh, that yeah. makes no sense. So some of the COVID numbers last year were flu. That's, that's my opinion. All of these things are valid. Except one side decided that politics were more important than truth. And so they obscured all that data and monetized the greed of the medical establishment to be rewarded for having COVID cases. And once that happened, truth departed. There was no more truth. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, Obama loved to carry that book around, you know, the post-American world, which was his goal. Mm. And he may have successfully accomplished it, but really what it is, and he said this at the end of his career, I hope it's the end of his career, I hope so. um, that we lived in a post-truth culture. And, you know, like, so he said it you. because he made it happen. But yeah. the truth of it is, is once you let 
politics have this level of power in your life. And that is not the natural state of the United States. It should be a small government. It should federal government. It should be powerful states. And they should tell the federal government, stuff it. But what we have now is every the, the federal government is destroying the states. They're making, in cases, they're making war on the states, like Florida, like mm-hmm. Texas. You don't toe the line. They make war on you. Yeah, and speaking of Obama, I think I've already mentioned this, but I can't stop thinking about it as a major sign of why we don't need to be that scared about this. I cannot stop thinking about, yes, they were all vaccinated, but we all know, like all of us, even them, know that plenty of vaccinated people have been getting COVID and blah, blah, blah. I've still got to say, why were they not scared? Why did they have that party? No masks, all being close and dancing and laughing close to each other. They were not scared yet. They want all of us to be scared. Well, that makes no sense because I'm looking right at you guys in those pictures and videos, whatever. I can see that you guys aren't scared. So that tells me there's nothing to be scared of, really. Other than normal, like you said, normal death numbers. Like, do people die of the flu every year? Yes. You know, blah, blah, blah. Are some people going to die of this? Yes. Just in the way that some people die of the flu. Mm -hmm. Not comparing it. I'm not saying it's the same thing. I'm just saying... But clearly they are not very afraid. And there are many other people besides them that have been Because you're doing exactly what healthy, sane people who, if you did this in your life, the average person a lot more. If you did this in relationships, friendship environments, work environments, and if you you stopped listening to what people say and you started looking at their actions, Mm -hmm. relationships would be a lot better. And that's how humanity used to be. Like you go back... To the 18th century, the you know cowboy pioneer thing, like and, and whenever they're portrayed in the movies, they're people of few words, but their actions were everything, and that's like, it wasn't until media that that talk became more important than actions, mm-hmm. but it used to be actions. It used to be you know you put on your suit, you went down to the bank, and you didn't say anything. You said I needed a loan, and they're like, well let's look at your history. Well. It's rumored around town that you don't pay your tailor and you're having an affair with your secretary. We're not giving you a loan, you know, or they would say, well, you go to this church over here. That seemed, you know, you're a deacon there. And, uh, you know, you seem to have a nice family life and, and your kid doesn't hot rod around. Yeah, we could give you a loan. People used to look at people's actions. Now, there's so it, it really is all post-truth, like Obama said. And that's dangerous. And if there was ever any kind of reformation in this society, and I think I think that if this is not the end, then it's a reformation. But it, it cannot sustain, it cannot go on like this. Because it won't be America, it'll be a tyranny. And that won't be America. But if America is to go on, if it's not the end of America, then what we are probably about to experience is a reformation. And I think we're really close to it because you can see the level of desperation that they're going through, or this is all according to plan. But the kid thing was a bridge too far. There was a lot of matzo balls that were weighed out there, claiming the hospitals are being destroyed, claiming that you know the damage that they'd done to people was caused by somebody else. You see the parents revolt, revolting at the school board level. Yeah. You you've lost. You know we were told with Obama and Biden, oh it was Jenny mainstream America that elected these people, the moms, because Trump pissed them off. Well, now the tiger moms, the bear moms, the grizzly moms are in there screaming at the school board. So you've lost them. So you know 
2022 is a wash, mm-hmm. you know? And so we're approaching a moment where they've, I think they're going to go for some kind of major power move here. I don't know that it's going to fly. It was interesting that the commander of the Marines, the commandant of the Marines um, said that he is not vaccinating his men. Love that there are airlines that are now saying they're not going to require their, their people to be vaccinated you're going to lose, but then there are cities that are saying, well, you can't go to concerts. You can't, San Francisco, you can't go to restaurants anymore, New York. You're going to need this vaccine passport or you're going to need a test. So by the end of August, we're heading towards a pissing contest moment. And if we all say no, I'm just going to tell you flat out right now. If we all say no, if a, and as many as we can, but remember, the American Revolution is only conducted with 11% of the population. That's right. all you need. If a large enough chunk of the population says no, we will win. Yep. We will win. We don't need to fight. We don't need to have a civil war. We just need to say we will not do it. We will not wear a mask ever again. We will not get vaccinated. And we'll either do it our lives and you will have to live with it or we will remove ourselves from that we could have our country back and our country comes back by saying, I will not go to crime scene number two with you. And that's what they want to do. They want to take us to crime scene number two, which is totalitarian government control, papers, passports. Oh, look, we're looking in your iPhone for child porn. Oh, we found some gun pictures. Oh, we found some MAGA gear. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, we, we, we would hate to put this on your credit report. We would hate to do these things. Like, we've got to say start saying now. And honestly, is there anything preventing us from destroying our iPhones? Like, what's the worst thing that could happen? Now, I make my living with my iPhone. Like, I make this this podcast, and I you I I, I encourage like I encourage my readers um, to meet me here at the Substack. Because the Substack is a is a free journalism ISP. I can't be throttled by Google or Facebook on their sites and their platforms, which is why I ask everybody to subscribe here. Uh, even consider a paid subscription to keep this supported so I can keep doing it, things like that. But um, I could just do that on my computer. You know, like I, I've toyed with the idea of maybe I don't need my phone. I like paying attention to the news. I like the people that I do. I think if you can... I've become a lot more curated about who I allow into my life. Um, I don't let a lot of readers in. I kind of, you know, if they, if they, you know, research me and I, like one guy I kicked out today, he was like, you know, he had a whole, like he was down, he was down with that. Like I'm calling everybody anti-vaxxers. I'm like, I know that you understand, you know, like that you disagree with those people, but the name calling has got to stop. Yeah. Make your case with reason, whatever, but don't be, I'm not, I'm, I'm over the football teams. Yeah, me too. I'm over the football teams. And the last thing I'm going to say tonight is they voted on that infrastructure bill yesterday. And I've been saying on this podcast, like, I'm telling you, if you think 2022 is salvation, it's not. With the 20 Republicans in there that screwed your grandchildren and screwed up, there is no infrastructure in that bill. It is just another cash grab and wealth redistribution to anyone but you but again the republicans screwed us mitch mcconnell lindsey graham all the usual suspects so if you're hanging on for 2022 it's not the republican party i think it's the america first movement which is within side 
the Republican Party, but who knows? Like, same thing with the Tea Party. Like, Adam Kinzinger was a Tea Party guy. Phony. Yeah, he was a phony. So, like, in politics, once they get that collateral on you, they'll screw you. So politics is not the answer to saving this nation. The answer is what you can do today. And that is to say no at every encounter to government overreach in your lives. And they will use corporations and they will use your family and they will use whatever it takes to abate your freedoms. Just say no and don't play. And just if enough of us do that, we can destroy them. Yeah, I'm down. I'm ready. I'm with you on never wearing a mask again. Obviously never getting vaccinated. If you're out there and you want to wear a mask and you're already vaccinated or you want to get vaccinated, we have no problem with that. We're not like putting that down. Just saying for us, mainly, you're not going to tell us what to do. You're not going to force us. No, I'm not going to live my life with you telling me what to do or in my business or whatever. You know, it's like that, that guy on my Facebook page, he's like, um, the beds in Arizona are full. So if you're not going to get vaccinated, don't come here. And I'm like, how about I do whatever I want? And then I posted the little Sparta kick because that's, that's the symbol <laughs> I give when I kick people off my page. Oh, right. But it's like, even if what you're saying is valid, which someone came in and said, the beds are not, I Good. happen to know. Yeah. There you go. But Liars. stop telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. You don't have the authority. No one hired you for that job. I'm open to your points. I'm open to your reason. I never kick anybody off my page for disagreeing with me. But right. when you're going to tell me how to live my life, the discussion's over. And maybe look at that in your own lives. If people are going to tell you how to live your life, stop them right there and say, never gave you permission to do that. You don't have a badge. No one hired you for that job. Stop. You can warn them or you can kick them off. And maybe they'll learn. But be open to the discussion because I'm still open to the discussion. I'm still open to having my opinion change if there is a reasonable discussion of the facts and even impassioned anecdotes. That's fine. But if you're going to order me, and there's too much ordering in the society, and it comes from the left, you must do this. You will do that. Don't come here. You don't have that authority. In fact, I'm going to go to hospital. I'm going to go to Arizona, and I'm going to cough all over everything just because of you. No, I'm not going to do that. But the big thing that the left could learn to use is to stop ordering people around. And the big thing, and they're not going to do it, but the big thing that you could use in your life is shut down any conversations where someone tells you what to do because they don't have the authority to do it. And that's the podcast.